0: Good morning, everybody. This is Linda. I'm facilitating your call this morning or afternoon or evening, depending on where you are. It's morning where I am. I'm calling from Erie, Pennsylvania. And it's just now eleven o'clock. We only have a couple people on the line, so I will wait for a moment before I pray us in. Um, but I will say, um, while you are on the call, if you're not speaking, if you could um, mute yourself to keep the recording nice and clean for those who will listen later. And to mute, that's a star
1: six. And to unmute is a star seven. And to raise your hand is a star two.
0: And if you start talking and it appears that nobody's hear you hears you, it may be because I have muted you myself because I heard background noise coming from your line. So I'm going to pray as in now. And I'm placing my hand on my heart and taking that deep breath of love and gratitude. So grateful in this moment that we can. Come together in this virtual space where it is safe to share from our hearts, to be vulnerable. So grateful to Jennifer and all those at Power of Love Ministry who are who have put this together for our learning. So grateful for this community and the love and support that each of us gives to one another. So grateful for those who will share this morning and those who will just listen. Grateful that everyone is holding this faith. Grateful for the love of God living through us and as us. And grateful that we can share the benefits of this prayer and this call in our very lives with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we accept and allow it to be. We receive it. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. So I'm going to put um, everybody on interactive mode. So again, if you could please mute yourself if you have any background noise, or even if you're just not talking, if you don't even realize you might have background noise. And if you don't have a mute button, it's star six to mute. So here we go. So good morning, everybody. Again, this is Linda.
1: I'm calling from Erie, PA, and I'm facilitating your call this morning. This is Stephen Hefkin from Springfield, Missouri. This is Lori from Wyoming. From Atlanta. Rosemary from California.
2: Lars from Germany.
1: Suzanne from, from Virginia. Virginia. Anna Monica. I'm sorry, who is calling from West Virginia? And then
3: we also missed the name of the person from Atlanta. Uh, this is Jen calling from Atlanta.
4: And insane. Brennan
1: from Virginia. Hi, this is, from Ohio. Hi this is Lori from San Francisco. This is Isabel from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Good morning, it's Sean from Miami well, I guess that's just about everybody. So um, the call is yours. So feel free to share what's been going on with you throughout the
0: last couple of weeks since we didn't have class this week, or if you noticed anything come
1: up because we didn't have class this week. Hello, this is Lori from Wyoming.
5: And I'd like to ask the group help on the contract. Um. I have been writing about the contract every single day and I am still not able to be solid with my wording that I feel like my heart will follow for the year. So what have you, as somebody out there, been? you know, I've seen the postings of, on Facebook of the contract, so can I hear from a couple of you so I can get straight on um how to how to follow your heart and how to you know make it happen so that I'm you know got it on my contract and can get that over with. Um, hi Lori, this is Lori from San Francisco. I'd like
6: to speak to that for, um, through my own experience. Hello. I um, hey, <laughs> um, what I have found for me is. It's not about me not following. I mean, yeah, it's about me not being willing to follow my heart. I someone needs to mute
1: because there's a lot of background noise. I got him. Cool. So, um, what I'm doing this morning after a call
6: is writing out all. I mean, okay. So I heard this little saying, and you guys might have heard it before, but it just cracks me up because it's like so true if i feel like i'm not doing what i know to do because i know what to do but if i'm not doing it what's in my way is my ego and um one of my mentors told me um ego is look at it as an acronym (laughs) ego edging god out and and I, I, it just gets, makes me laugh because it's, like, so true. And he calls um, entertainment as detainment from being in your heart, from being with God. So, you know, um, anything that I, so I've been paying attention to what are my habits that keep, that, you know, keep me from being truly who I am and, and who I know to be. I am you know my true self and what I know to do, like why am I not doing what I know to do, like changing my diet or exercising, or you know it's just like so um I'm writing down all of the habits that i am aware of that I do that edge god out and hmm. and and keep me from being my contract, which is in a nutshell my i mean simply put my my contract is a prayer in A Course in Miracles, and you could find it in your journal. It's, I am here only to be truly helpful, and it's only five sentences, and the fourth sentence is, I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me, and before our Masterful Living course, I could barely say that sentence, and I know that when I turn my thoughts over to my higher Holy Spirit self in that prayer. I do not know I I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me and I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal and so today I am committed. I've been resisting and I'm committed. I'm willing to write down all the habits that I'm completely aware of that keep me from living um, you know, walk, living in the love and walking the talk. I love that Jennifer writes that out. I love that. I'm owning it. <laughs> Live in the love and walking the talk is where I'm happiest. And that's my contract. Basically, that's it. And so what are all the habits that are keeping me from living in the love and walking the talk? But then next to each habit, what? because I know myself well enough that I have to replace the habit. I know that if I'm yesterday, I didn't have my coffee and I didn't miss it. And Jennifer talks about um, self-medicating. So, what is keeping me
1: from not walking in clarity and walking, you know, walking in life um, aware of
6: everything that I'm doing and, and being purposeful? So, living a pur- purpose-driven life. So that's it. So I'm focusing on my habits and what can I replace each habit with. And and I'm in the 40 day prayer and clear um, program with Jennifer. I hope some of you guys are too. And and day three was vitality. I'm going. I'm taking back my vitality by living in the love and walking the talk. And what's going
5: to take is for me to change my habit. Thank you. Well, I can see. Thank you so much. I saw a, a ton of things out of that. Um, the thing that I think that is keeping me is my ego and the habits that I generally have. I am following my habits, and one of the habits I have is I've got to get it right. And so I do things over and over and over, and I reword things, and it, you know, it has. It is a complete habit. So I totally hear that and love it. I love the. The ego one to the definition of edging God out because that's what I pray and then I write the intention and then I'm thinking I can do better than that and then I last night I thought okay I think I'm done and then I put it aside and this morning I was looking at it going you know I gotta rewrite that again so I'm not going to I'm going to follow my heart I'm going to write it today out with spirit And then I will get it complete and feel, you know, and just let it go. But ego, ego, ego. Thank you so much, Lori.
6: You are welcome. Thank you for your share. That helped me. (laughs)
1: Lori,
0: this is Linda. Um, I just wanted to add um, when I have something that I'm like a task that I feel like I have to get done, it always feels more arduous to me. And if I can wrap my head around that I get to do it instead of I have to do it and being grateful in the doing of it and being grateful that I can do it because there are people that can't do that task. That also helps me to um, just reframe my brain so that uh, ego's not trying to drive that task. So you want to? It's
6: a, Yeah, it's an enjoyable task. Okay.
1: Yes,
0: I'm I'm excited Great. about
5: the outcome of it. Okay. Great. I I did I did that for a week and then I read Jennifer and said, um, within a week or this week have it posted. And I was like, like this was this week. And I was like, I didn't post it. I don't even have it completed because I've been thinking about it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I will, you know, that's great. So just, just enjoy and just be in the task in joy, and in spirit, and it will come
3: about. Yeah. I have. Uh, I have an experience to share. then in Atlanta, and it, it is in regards to this work and creating the contract. And I joined the class late um so she reopened the class registration um that's when i had joined is on the last day for that and so i i've definitely been catching up with the course listenings and all that and um between that and the you know the habits that i had already started building from the finding freedom um i have recently discovered that when i'm having a hard time connecting um to to be able to find the answers that I need to write this contract because I still haven't written mine yet but I I am I am learning and I'm figuring out what it is that I you know not figuring it out right I'm 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 offering it up and I'm letting the answers come to me but um one of the things that I found is when I actually go through the ritual of setting up my environment uh it, it, there's there's something in the preparation and i i don't know i mean i i light incense i light candles i dim the lights sometimes um the um the course the uh when when she talks to when she guides us through um you know finding the vision for, for the divine idea for our our life um what it what it's supposed to be i've got i put on some meditation or liquid mind music in the background um because that helps that helps guide me um to the, the place that, the, the frame of mind that I need to be in for, to be able to receive sometimes, you know, for me to be able to receive these things. And it's just amazing when I do go through the ritual of setting the place up um, before I engage in my actual prayer, it's amazing the the way that I open myself up. And I don't, I, I'm not saying that I, it, it has to be that way. In order for me to pray, but it's amazing when I do do that. All of a sudden, I, I stop struggling. You know, I I don't struggle to find the words anymore, um, to to prayers that I need. So it just, um, that's that's something I've discovered about myself recently. I don't know if anybody else has has experienced anything similar.
5: That sounds like you're directing your heart in in, um, the direction of that harmonious spirit. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I will remember that and put some meditation music on. I do have an altar. I light a candle, but it's not, doesn't, you know, it just would be fun to just put some music in the background too. That would be the, what kind do you use, you said?
3: So on Pandora, there is a station called Liquid Mind. Okay. And there is also a station called Yoga. And... Uh, there, there, there's, a, there's a bunch of stations. There's, um, there's one called Wind Chimes, but the one that is Liquid Mind and the one that is Yoga has a very, it, it's not frilly. It's not. It doesn't have a lot of trickling, a lot of piano, a lot of. It's a very steady, um, mm-hmm. you know, underscore, and so mm-hmm. it does. It doesn't distract from your your trying to focus in. It actually kinda helps to lead you there. All right.
5: Wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: This is I
0: guess just wanted to share that I have a couple of folks that wrote in. Um Yuli uh said that uh hello all, this is Yuli from my, Wyoming. Thank you for your gorgeous support and healing that are shared through this community. When I do my masterful journal work and uh, AM and PM practice, the question arises on the part what false beliefs contributed to this. I am releasing all past beliefs. And when I know the truth, what will I experience? Do we not already know the truth? I feel this puts me in a space of energy that is looking for this In the future, not that I have already released these beliefs, by asking the knowing that I am whole and perfect already. And then Elizabeth
1: uh, just wrote, uh, good morning, Linda and all. I'm Elizabeth from the Boston area. So I just wanted to share those. That was beautiful. And uh, Lori from San Francisco, Elizabeth said, um, thank you. Your share was very helpful. You're very welcome. Thank you for the topic because it's what I needed today also. And Anon just wrote in to say hi, that he's here. I have you muted, Anon, because we heard dogs barking in the background. So if you want to talk, uh, just go ahead and start, to So I loved reading the contracts that were um, posted on Facebook and seeing your vision board. How was that experience for everybody?
7: Isabel. Um, I, like Lori in Wyoming, had difficulty um, uh, writing my uh, uh, contract and vision. Uh, I finally let it go and decided it didn't have to be perfect. But at this point, I still don't know how to um, put it on Facebook. I have taken a picture of it with my iPad, but... uh, I still don't know. I'm waiting for my granddaughter to help me, but she's taking a while. Can anyone help me with that? Or
3: You said you've got a picture that you snapped with your telephone? Oh, uh,
7: no, with my iPad. I have a picture of my contract and a picture of my um, vision board, but I don't know how to get it to the to Facebook. My granddaughter warned me that I had to be careful that if, you know, if I just did it, it might end up on Facebook for everybody. You know, would it
6: be okay, you guys, if we can ask technical questions in our community because sometimes the vision it's the best, especially when you don't really understand how to do it, and um, this is Lori from San Francisco, and I would be happy to write, I'm a really good teacher in that way, I would be happy to write out a step-by-step guide, just so we can get back to our intention for the Masterful
1: Living Course uh, Community sure. call.
8: In regards to that, I had problems with it too, and I emailed Angela, and she emailed back the instructions, and they're very simple. It So you might, uh, if if you email Angela, she'll email it back to you. It's a real easy thing to do.
7: Oh, thank you, because I, I believe I did ask for help there. Anyway, yes, I'll do that.
1: And, Rosemary, maybe you could, if
0: you still have the email that Angela sent you, just copy the email and
1: post it in the Facebook group That would be good too. I'll do that when we're done today. What is your name i'm
8: rosemary
4: rosemary and i okay. I, have, I
8: po- I posted mine yesterday and i ha I had trouble too i first of all, I have to admit that i fortunately xerox the uh the contract before I filled it in, and I have several pasted on top of my first one, <laughs> so several copies. I I went through it about three times before I finally was satisfied. Uh, I suppose that might be uh, the ego making me feel insecure. But anyway, I, I finally finished it. Yeah.
7: Right. It, I felt it was my perfectionistic tendencies, uh, which is part of ego, that really got in the way.
8: Right. It
1: sounds like several of us have shared that experience.
7: Yes, yes.
1: Hi, I just wanted to say hi during the call late. Uh, this is Kristen from Chicago. Hi, Kristen. And Sunny said hi from San Jose, California, and she appreciates all the shares. I'm grateful that we have the technology that allows us to do
0: things like this call in this community um that I do find it challenging at times, <laughs> but facilitating these calls um, there was a little bit of technology that I had to learn,
1: but eventually, I was able to learn it, and now it's it's pretty easy most of the time. So has anybody noticed um, maybe getting into the gap where they can see a thought as it comes up? Well, I had Lynn write in. She says I also felt like I needed to get my contract just right
0: in the wording. I also let it go and came to the thought that if there is any miswording, that it's okay. God knows what is in my heart. And if I find that the wording does not resonate with me as time goes on, I can always reword it. Upon doing the vision board, I felt like my feelings flowed so much more clearly as I worked in the visual form of art versus the verbal form. I just loved doing the vision board, and it has been so wonderful to see all of the contracts and vision boards on a Facebook group. It's so nice to know that what happens for one
1: happens for all. kind of feels like all of the contracts are for the all. And she says love to you all. Thank you, Lynn. Hi, this is Chris.
9: Since there's a big silence, I'll share. Um, can you hear?
0: Yes, Kristen. Thank you.
9: Oh, sure. Um, so um, it's been a challenging 2016 so far for me, um, with just some new health, mysterious health issues arising, and then some trouble my daughter's having at school with with another girl. Um, and I think I've just been feeling very anxious and. Like I can't see how either of the situations are gonna result. Um, I can't see, you know, I can't figure out the possible resolution, so I've just been feeling anxious. And then um, yesterday, it was 61 degrees and sunny in Chicago, which was a miracle in February. And so I got out and took a walk, a long walk, and I just all of a sudden kind of felt calm and felt some gratitude, and I stopped and just was really feeling the sun and i thought oh the sun was my vision or was, was my image from the visioning exercise and so i was like thank you son and then i just had this thought that i never would have seen the possibility of having a sunny 60 degree day in february but here it is and so i just thought you know just because i can't see the resolution for my daughter and for my health challenges right now doesn't mean it's not out there it's just offering it up and having faith, that just because I can't see it doesn't mean it's not out there. That was my moment yesterday.
1: This is Courtney from Wilmington. Thank you so much for the last share. I really love that metaphor that helps. Thank you. This is Lori from San Francisco, and um,
6: recently I, um, well, I guess in the last last year or sometime at work, I did
1: something that totally um, made some other woman mad at me, and I found that It was during a time, I guess
6: November, when I started realizing that who I'm being out in the world, whatever's in my heart or in my mind, comes back to me like a mirror. And um, since I made that woman mad, she has dissed me. She, if I see her walking to work and I'm leaving from work or whatever, it's like on the sidewalk, like she doesn't even see me, like I'm invisible. And it's been, it was so disconcerting. And so I spoke to the general manager and I said, um, you know, I, I've changed. I realized, and he knows that I'm working on, my, on on myself and we're all, he and I are both into personal growth, which is awesome. But um, I just said, this is still going on. And he said, wow, I didn't realize And he goes, I didn't realize it was going on at all that she was ignoring me like that. And I just said, "Um, I am doing my best. The hardest thing, being in Masterful Living Course, what I realized is, well, I've always known this, but I wasn't walking the talk. Love brings everything to its natural state. You know, if you believe that we're one in God and God is love, love brings everything to its natural state and so it took me a while but I decided to put this woman in my daily prayers and pray for her to experience love and light in her life and and I have to say that there was a little knot in my stomach each time because I felt like I,
1: I told her I was sorry but she couldn't receive my um Apology, even though I was sincere, or I thought I was, maybe I wasn't. Um, but anyway, so
6: just the other day, I, it's a social club, so there's a kitchen, and we rent up a venue, and I'm the bookkeeper, and she's the um, assistant. to the general manager, and so she was bringing in a lot of supplies, and we passed each other through the kitchen door. She was coming out. I was going in. And she actually gave me like a, um, you know, an an eighth of a smile, (laughs) not even a quarter or half a smile. She gave me an eighth of a smile. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, okay. And I didn't, I just, I always smile at her. You know, I mean, I just smile in life. And so things are, are changing, but it's because I'm letting go of holding her in a place where she's you know I did something to her I, and I won't do that again and I have I promised myself and I haven't done what I did basically it's just being nosy and being in people's business and and thinking I know what's right and making statements instead of asking questions hey you know and and um she took offense and um and I haven't done that since and I don't like the repercussions of me thinking I'm right <laughs> so my willingness to, to, uh, let go of what, um, one of our willingness cards says, I am willing to let go of what, I am willing to let go of thinking I know what should be. And so, since that, uh, the other day when we sort of smiled at each other, I'm holding that, that love is bringing my willingness to love her and hold her in a space of she is whole, complete, and perfect as we all are, and she is love, and she is loved and and I hope that helps
1: um but it's the hard it was the hardest thing for me to do is let go and just love her.
2: Hi, this is Lars from Germany. Thank you, Laurie, for mentioning this. This is exactly what I can refer to. Uh, I have learned to send love also to people who I have problems with, very difficult problems. I mean, as a teacher at school, I always have struggles with my pupils, which are sometimes very provocative, and I've started in my mind to send love to them, even though they behave badly. And This has helped me so much in regaining my balance in difficult situations. Today, I listened to a video from Matt Kahn, and he has shared some two wonderful sentences. The first is, everyone is always doing the best they can, and the second, if they could do better, they would. This, yeah, I really felt good afterwards because it's really the way, because if I have the consciousness that everyone is exactly doing what is best for him and he doesn't know is in a different way, I could let go of judgments and say, okay, I'm also doing the best I can in this situation. So I don't have to judge myself if I have said something which uh, was uh, wrong or which the other person has considered to be uh, offensive or something like that, I just could let go of it and say I have done the best I could and the others also, and I can be at peace in this moment with it. So thank you for mentioning it. It become very important for me during my process. Thank you.
1: This is Linda, so I'm just curious, since we've had several long, quiet pauses, how everybody's feeling about that, the long, quiet pauses. Does it make you feel uncomfortable, or are you just waiting to hear what's going next? Hi, this is Lori from San Francisco. I think
6: um, what I've heard in this call is there are suggestions for topics, but not a glo- – and if you want to talk about anything else, please share. So I think an invitation sometimes when people want to share something, but then if there's just a, an idea for a topic, then people shy back. And they're like, oh, well, what I want to say doesn't match that invitation. Does that make sense? And there's always going to be pauses, I think, as people just ponder on what was recently said.
1: Thank you, everyone, for your shares. It's been very helpful for me. Thanks, Lori. Helpful for me as well.
4: I think
5: um, this is Lori from Wyoming. Uh, I'm. I don't mind the silence because I'm wanting to respond to the gal in Chicago. And what was her name?
4: Chicago?
3: The Sunshine Guy.
5: Gal. Uh
3: Kristen. Kristen.
5: Kristen. Yeah. Kristen. Um so the pauses to me, you know, is that's great because I'm really trying to get my nerve up to speak and and um but Kristen, I wanted to really I have a 38-year-old son, and, you know, you spoke of your daughter, and I believe you've spoken of her before, um, a weekend or two ago. Is that correct? Is this the same?
9: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
5: And so, oh, gosh, they're so – I have a 38-year-old son and a 30-year-old daughter, and they can make you feel like life is so puzzling because you're trying the best you can – And my son and my daughter both put me through some very gray hair-wearing times. And as I look back, now they're great. They're doing super great. Married for seven years, both of them, and just doing super great. And I'm such a proud mama. But I really feel as I have experienced that, and the reason why I joined Masterful Living is I love the information that it's giving me. So what I'd like to encourage you to do, I don't know if you have the
9: A Course in Miracles book. Do you have that? Uh, I do, yes. I've made it through about 80 of the lessons, I think.
5: What i like to do with Jennifer's book that she has sent us, the journal, there's some things in there. And she'll refer back to the, the uh, this uh, A Course in Miracles book. And um, she has referred, and she says, read this and read this and read this. And what it is is, it's on page 28, and it's called Fear and Conflict. Mm-hmm. And I have, re- I read this morning and night, this Fear and Conflict, because it says that that it's our choice to be in fear, which I don't understand. That's why you know I'm just reading it all the time, right? It says that you have control of your thinking and that there's no confusion here what you do you may believe that you are responsible for what you do but you not for what you think and etc and i think when we go through things especially when we're so attached to our beautiful loved ones we're so afraid of the worst things happening and that's why i believe that you know the inner spirit guide the higher self i i don't have uh contact with the higher self like I want I want it so bad I can just taste it. It's just like right at the tip of my tongue. Please come, please come. So I'm working so hard at getting it and I can't wait till it's just spiritually just part of me. But um this this uh fear and conflict in the soul and how you reach out to the higher self to how you reach out to God and give it over to God and put it on the altar has me reassured that spirit is going to take care of this. And I know for sure kids live through this. Um, my husband has lots of health <clears throat> things. I mean, we've been through open heart surgery and kidney transplant and all that stuff. And it always works out. But I've done it the hard way. I've gotten older this way. I've gotten fretty. I can't sleep at night, et cetera. I want to do it the Masterful Living Course Way, and I'm going to find it this year. And so, but the, when she recommends these fears and cause and effects, et cetera, I'm really interested in that because I've done it the 24-7 way, and now I want to do it the Spirit's way. So I thought I'd add that. So thank you for listening. And I yeah, that's, that. that's great. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome, and just God bless you, and and it does work out. It's so awesome to have it in the past and not, you know, in the midst. But I still say that we're going to find a spirit way that when we're in it, we can be with spirit and be just as strong and loving as we, as after, after, after the fact, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, so best wishes.
1: Thank you. You too. Hello? Hello?
4: Can anybody hear me?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, This is Lynn. Um, I'm from
10: Florida. And um, I just want to connect with the fear and conflict um, discussion that's going on. I actually. I was laying in bed last night reading that, and so many things came into my mind when I was reading it. And um, for me, I've right now, well, not right now, but just in my life, I've always struggled with um, feeling like
4: um,
10: I need to give of myself, whether it's giving of my body or giving of my time or just give, give, give in order to feel that love. And um, sometimes I'll be giving and not even realizing where it's coming from. And the thought that came to me was when I was reading it, it was talking about um, thinking you're going to do one thing, <laughs> feeling feeling like you want to do something else. And when I was thinking about the fear, I wasn't thinking of fear as being afraid, but more fear of being not comfortable or feeling uneasy with your decision or anything like that. And so, I was. It just really dawned on me that it, it doesn't matter. For me, it doesn't matter what the situation is. If I'm not feeling comfortable enough, I'm not feeling at peace. Then I must be at fear, and if if I'm in fear, then I must have chosen wrongly. I, I, something in me—I don't know what it is. Like like Jennifer always says, you don't, "I don't know what anything is for, um, and I don't know how to fix it." And it's almost like I got to that point where it's like I don't—I don't even need to know. I just at that moment when I feel like I'm. Doing something that, in my heart, I know doesn't feel right, but in my head, I think that this is what I need to do to make somebody happy. Then that's the moment I just need to say, "I must have chosen wrongly. I must have chosen from a place of fear." Please, please, God, I, take this away from me. You know, I don't want to feel this way anymore. And for me,
1: that that really resonated. With me. It really just because a lot of my life, I I just um
10: given up so much of myself and 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 felt that shame of of doing things that I just never wanted to do in my heart, but felt like that was the only way I don't know if it stems back from you know I don't want to put blame on anything because you know it's all my responsibility, but you know just having been sexually abused and 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 verbally abused and just feeling like I had to be somebody that just had to keep putting out and putting out. And um, so I just, you know, really um, connected with that, feeling like, you know, I don't have to figure it out. If I feel uncomfortable or if I don't feel at peace, then I've chosen wrongly. And that's the moment that I just need to give it over to God and just pray for a miracle. So I guess that's just all I really wanted to share But that. I mean, I've read that fear and conflict section probably about six times um, throughout the years, and last night was the first time when I laid down and I'm like, you know, it's like it doesn't matter if I know what it, what's happening or if I don't know what's happening. All I need to know is that I'm not at peace. I'm not feeling that that peace and that love in my heart, so. I need to take responsibility and take that. And by taking responsibility, I need to turn over the feeling that I'm not at peace and and pray for peace. And it was just like a real big aha moment for me. So I just wanted to share that.
1: Thank you.
5: Amen. Great. Great share.
1: Hello? Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead, Sally. You're unmuted. Hi. Oh, good,
6: good morning, everyone. I'm happy to hear all your voices and all your hearts. It's so sweet to connect with the, the depth that we have together already <coughs> as a conversation. Um boy i wanna I resonated with that last caller um about you know one of my surprises was joining master for Living and thinking that everything was really gonna start looking up and, and I was gonna just i don't know I just had this feeling like everything was just gonna be hunky dory and I was gonna start you know making plans and putting things in order, and everything was gonna to start to fall in place well anyway um. I've found that some of my worst nightmares have been showing up, you know, like really unexpected things that I think are unresolved about my past, things I've felt ashamed of, like that young lady was just sharing, things that uh, weren't me, that were mistakes I made out of desperation and fear. And this just horrible haunting sense that it'll never go away. I will never allow myself release from from that painful past. And even though it was years and years and years ago, it's it seems like the cloud just, just lurks above me. And I love the way that she said, you know, just pray and pray and pray. Um because everything I've done to make it better by, you know, service to others in a more magnified way and really, like, overextending and trying to prove myself worthy, I mean, that hasn't, certainly I've given a lot of energy to it. I don't want to cry. Um, but I, I don't feel the result. You know, there's still that aching, pain, shame feeling that I wasn't a perfect person in my past. And... um I just wish I put it out there because if anybody would be willing to pray with little Sally, you know, that I could, that I could somehow, because of our joint prayer, uh, be uh, elevated from this shame pit that I've felt most of my adult life. And um, I mean, all I know is I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do, and I'm. Being impeccable in my word and showing up being on time, telling the truth, I <laughs> you know, just just try in in every way possible and uh so hopefully uh with this group and with time and um with prayer, I can um begin to sh- uh shake the self judgments that have been so
1: tormenting in my life and I thank you all for listening. Thank you, Sally. Beautiful. I would welcome any suggestions if anybody has strategies that have worked for them. Go ahead, Anand. And not oops, I forgot to unmute you. I'm so sorry. go ahead,
11: oh, okay, uh, can you hear me now?
1: Yes,
0: mhm,
11: okay, so um, yeah, for the previous caller, um, you know, uh, about the past, and um I know how that that happens to me a lot is that things that I've done in the past that I'm not proud of or that i'm not that doesn't resonate with who I wanna be. Um, sometimes that stuff comes up a, a lot and I, I've gone through a lot of different processes to try to heal myself of those those memories. Um, but one of the things that helped me this past week was um one of the affirmations I got was uh um I'm willing to let go of the past. And I just kept repeating that to myself all day. Um and I think that, you know I, I think that Maybe on some level, we, or for me at least, I think that on some level I don't. What I'm starting to understand, I think, is that our words have a lot of power, and you know, they're whatever we believe in is being resonated it through the cosmos, and we can surrender our we can surrender our past memories to the cosmos and ask, or the or the higher self, and ask the higher self that hey, please remove this from my um you know let the let 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 the uh let let the spirit do the heavy lifting as jennifer says and so even the words saying the affirmations in your mind which is like i'm willing to let go of the past that has a lot of power because the past doesn't really exist so we're giving the power up to the holy spirit to be able to remove that from us and um it really works i think there's some part of us that's maybe thinks that it may not work or that it won't be effectual or something like that. But um, our power, our words have a lot of power and our words combined with our faith have tremendous power. And so we, 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 shouldn't forget how much power that has, especially when we're in integrity with our words. Um, you know, that's one of the things that happens is that, you know, um, what we, i I really believe that if we stick with believing in what we're saying when we do the affirmations, it's like, it's automatically going to take care of itself. And that's the power of prayer and the intention. So that's what I wanted to contribute to that comment. Thank you. Thank you. Well,
1: thank you. Um, I would just add for myself my own past experiences. Um, I would use those past experiences to hold myself back. And um, like I was hanging on to the feelings that I felt at the time and the whole story I told myself around it and Mm -hmm. using it to keep myself from moving forward on my path. Right. So I had to learn how to be grateful for it which was very, very difficult to do. Um, And I, I didn't have to be grateful for it, I don't know, in like a weird twisted way. I just had to be grateful for
0: the experience that brought me to the place that I am today and the person
1: that I am today. So I could be grateful for that. I see.
3: This this is Jen. Um have you seen or listened to Jennifer, or rather listened to Jennifer's course called Resistance and Reluctance? No. It's it's on her website somewhere. Um I can't remember how I found it. Um I think when you go and you log on and it brings you to your your page that shows all of your courses, if you uh there there's a link i believe underneath the last one or up at the top where it says more courses and it brings you to a page that has like a ton of of her courses but this resistance and reluctance course is is my favorite is one of my favorite that one and the and the number one step to spiritual success which is stop being stuck um but the 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 resistance and reluctance course i think i must have read it a dozen times, I love it, and I get so much out of it every time I listen to it. And I, you know, I I apply what what she says, how she says to apply it, and boom, just it happens. So if you okay. haven't listened. Definitely hey, this hurt.
1: is great from San Francisco.
6: You know, you guys can also find it really easily under YouTube. Jennifer Hadley has a YouTube channel, and that's where I found it. And I also posted that same video, it was my fav, one of my favorites, and I posted it in the Masterful Living. So you can find it under Lori Parle, P A R L E, under Masterful Living um, Facebook. Thank you so much for bringing that up. I love, love, love that. <laughs>
3: everything about it and you know what's so funny is um you know when we were talking about um the the technical issues earlier someone had some some technical issues with posting um the the picture to facebook and the facebook group and and wanting to you know the the technical difficulty really led back to she was uh resistant and reluctant to do it because granddaughter had told her and I know you're on the phone so I'm sorry about talking about you you know in the third person I just can't remember your name at the moment but um, that that it was resistance and reluctance that was preventing that picture from being posted and the beginning it it is it is one of my favorite beginnings to her classes because she talks about the technical issues and it just it just makes me laugh every time so the, the technical issues as being um, evidence of resistance and reluctance, and and the the woman who spoke earlier, um, who who told us about your granddaughter, um, helping you out on the Facebook page, it just it just put a smile to my face because I could hear Jennifer saying, "Now that's an evidence of resistance and reluctance. <laughs> so it, it made me laugh. <laughs>
1: Thank you, uh, both Jen and Lori. Well, we are at time, and um,
0: before we go, I do want to read, Sunny had replied to Lori's share earlier, where she said, ditto, that was a great share, I have some challenges too, but I'm not sure how they will resolve. Thank you for the reminder to have faith that the solution is at hand if I just allow it. Many blessings to all. And then, um, and Lori also said, thank you, Lori, San Francisco, really helpful. And thank you to Lars, very helpful. And thank you for mentioning the Matt Hahn
1: video. So I'm uh, going to pray us out. <laughs> and um, we had some quiet moments, but I thank you all for your deep sharing this morning. I'm placing my hand on my heart, taking in that deep breath of love and gratitude. Grateful for this time together. Grateful for all of the sharing. Grateful for those who held the space. And grateful for those who will listen later. Grateful to release all of our resistance and reluctance. Grateful to release our past and the meanings that we've made of it. Grateful that we have this safe space, this non-judgmental space to share it all. grateful that we can do it together. And grace and gratitude. We share the benefits with everyone. We accept and allow it to be. We let it be and so it is. Amen. Thank you everybody. Have a beautiful week. Love thank, you for, thank you for having me. Thank this. you. Bye everybody. Bye, everyone. God bless you all. With love. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.